0: Welcome to Beach Houses and Babies, a private practice recap podcast. I'm Melissi. And I'm Sam. On today's episode, we'll be chatting all about Private Practice Season 3,
1: Episodes 11, and Grey's Anatomy Season 6, Episode 11. Private Practice Season 3, Episode 11, Another Second Chance, was written by Krista Vernoff and Kathy McCormick and directed by Michael Zinberg. It aired on January 14, 2010.
0: Grey's Anatomy Season 6, Episode 11, Blink, was written by Deborah Kahn and directed by Randy Zisk. It also aired on January 14th, 2010. Enjoy! So we're doing these two together because they are a crossover... I feel kind of bad for whoever does a Station 19 podcast because they're all going to be crossovers. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> We don't have that many, but especially yeah. because the slow and the little slow and big slow, and as I like to say, yes. was a major part of both episodes. We yeah. thought that this was a crossover that we should cover. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to do are greys, which is going to be pretty minimal, and then we're going to do our normal private practice recap. Our patients for Grey's Anatomy, season six, episode 11, are Sloan Riley, who is pregnant, and amniotic bandus, Ruthie Carlin, porcine valve replacement, and Tom Cates, who has a concussion, knee unjust, splenic laceration, and panic attacks. And we are going to do first notes and miscellaneous on this episode per usual. Yum. Yeah. Yay. My first note for Grays yes. is that the men's hair looks so different. Like <laughs> Alex's is so short. Owen's yes. is hawked and very red. <laughs> like Like aerial red, not like the natural red that we're used to. Right. Derek's is so long and so high. I feel like this was the era of pomade. Like it is now too. Yeah. Of pomade where everybody's hair was like, yeah. (laughs) And Mark looks perfect as usual.
1: Of course, as always. It's so interesting you mentioned the hair because I feel like that's the first thing I noticed. But I feel like I usually notice it like the first episode of every new season. Like I can't wait to see like what they change that it's just like you can always tell when it's a fresh start because it's like someone either got a new color or a cut different style so it's interesting that this is like in the, the middle of the season yeah,
0: yeah i think it's probably because it was it's the second half of the season premiere so the season gotcha. finale was like thanksgiving ish that and makes sense yeah so this is the beginning okay my other first note is that Catherine Heigel's name is still in the credits and I was like, oh, that's weird. I feel like she's gone, gone by now. But then right. um, my computer died between episodes, so I let episode 12 run a little bit because I was taking notes okay. on my computer and watching on TV. And she's in season six, episode 12. So she's, I guess she's a series regular through the end of season the six. Of season, gotcha, okay. Yeah, but I was confused to see her name because I feel like i don't know i think of izzy as being done at like the very beginning of season six
1: me too yeah yeah She's so interesting mm-hmm. wow you negotiated that in her contract i guess she certainly did <laughs> i still want to be included in the
0: credits. some good reps there some good reps. yes
1: do you have any more first notes no i don't no nope.
0: sweet let's move on to sloan riley who, as a reminder, is Mark Sloan's daughter, who he didn't know existed until very recently. And she now is pregnant. And Mm -hmm. her baby is, I don't know what the right term is, has amniotic bandus. Gotcha. Yeah. And she's 18. She's a child. Yes, she's so young. Yeah. Yeah. I took a lot of notes of quotes for these episodes. Lexi says to Christina, he just gave her $80 for a muffin and a sandwich. And Christina goes, That's a very expensive sandwich. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Christina, I love her. i was going to say I miss her because you know, like, we're beyond this point in grace, yeah. but
0: <laughs> oh, can't beat her. Yeah, I know. And then later, when Lexi is giving her her um, ultrasound, mm-hmm. oh my God, Sloan says, I can't have a stumpy baby. Like,
1: something to be expected out of a child's mouth i guess
0: yes yes <laughs> yes but oh. and then later in um i forget if it's the end of this episode or in private mm-hmm. practice um sloan is like if you say that one more time or she uses mm-hmm. other very derogatory words to describe her yes. fetus, but mm-hmm. it just <laughs>
1: yeah it shows her youthfulness I think
0: yeah and like I understand where she is coming from as sure. a freshly 18 year old person who yeah was not planning or expecting a baby mm-hmm. it's kind of like that a patient who she was in a car accident and the um surgeons were like we're gonna have to cut off one of your arms and her like the mother's arms and mm-hmm. she said this baby already doesn't have a dad, he needs two hands. Like uh, he right. needs my two hands. And like I get it that if I mean no one is in the position really, like everyone's like there's never a good time for a baby. Yeah. But having a handicapped baby is something very different.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Not that she,
0: yeah, not that she doesn't have like a very wealthy father.
1: Of course. With a of lot course.
0: of medical connections. Right. Right. And she's looking at it from like a visual standpoint more than a medical standpoint, I feel. Yeah. Because right. she's not worried about I mean she might be worried about, but I feel like she's not coming at it from the I'm gonna have hospital bills, this baby's gonna have pre existing conditions and probably not qualify for healthcare, problems we have in the US that we shouldn't.
1: Right. And even having the support of her father, which is wonderful, whether he's a doctor or not, and him being a doctor, I feel like especially with a child who would be of special needs and who would require much more. I think that still more effort from her as the mother is going to be required um, than as opposed to putting it all on Mark and him having to kind of bear all of that. So yeah. I, like, I need a little bit more from Miss Sloan. I know that she is a young mother expecting, and but
0: like you said, Gotta, gotta come harder. Exactly. And then when they have the OB in, I would assume yeah. she's an OB, but she's kind of acting like a resident. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I remember. Uh, not not my cup of tea. <laughs>
0: no, no. And Sloan, I, I, in my notes, I wrote Mark when I meant Mark Sloan and Sloan when I meant Sloan Riley. Oh, okay. Because in my brain, I call Mark Sloan. Sloan, So yes. Mark, big Sloan, yes. says how about we don't answer any patient questions with the phrase, um, I don't know.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which I completely understood because it's just like, especially when you're in like those high pressure situations, the last thing that you want to hear from your doctor is uncertainty. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so.
0: Papa bear coming out.
1: Yeah, of course. Exactly. (laughs) Which is actually really cute to see coming from Mark. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it really is. And then when he leaves the room, and he grabs his phone and, like, the moment that you know they're planning to be in the preview,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he says, get me Addison Montgomery. I love that. And I said, that's a phrase I say often.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Not just in the hospital. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. In my daily
0: life. Who are you going to call? Addison Montgomery. 100%. For any Always. For anything. Truly. Yeah, except for maybe cooking because I feel like she's not good at that. Right. Do we ever see
1: Addison cooking at any point? I feel like we don't.
0: No. Yeah. I mean, maybe I feel like Naomi's a good cook.
1: Yeah. Used to having to do it for the family
0: and stuff. Yeah. I would call Addison for takeout advice. Oh, for
1: sure. Mm
0: -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Chinese wine night or something. Oh yeah. She would know where the best For tie sure. is. Oh yeah. Derek, Callie, and Bailey are also excited to see Addison when she comes on.
1: Yes. <laughs> which I did love.
0: Apparently Ruthie is too. Ruthie. <laughs> so, Addison Stan in the house. Oh a hundred percent. Yeah. And the scene before Addison comes on, Owen's there and he's, you know, in the conversation. And then uh-huh. when Addison comes in, Owen just <laughs> disappears. Like, have they ever met? Now that you mention
1: it, I don't recall them ever having like any scenes together.
0: No. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, I don't think you are because I asked the question. That's interesting. I wonder
1: why <laughs> they wouldn't have them meet.
0: Maybe because Owen wants a baby, and mm. as we ah. see later, Addison is ready to, you know, do the mom thing.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> we
0: do yeah so, I was a little yeah. surprised that Derek was so excited when Addison came in me too
1: to the point that I had to think about I was just like what when do they how what kind of terms did they last leave off on yeah um that he seemed genuinely happy to see her yeah
0: I think the Archer thing is probably the last time they saw that we saw
1: okay I did find it interesting that um that while Lexi and Addison were operating on Sloan that that Mark was watching because I feel like we see these moments in private practice specifically of just mm. people watching Addison while she's operating, and I just can't help but think in the moment of like that kind of pressure that she may feel. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like maybe I, because I feel like we could relate as performers thinking about like certain people who might come to our shows that we might be like, so and so is here, <laughs> but uh-huh. but Addison never seems to crack under pressure, which I think is incredible.
0: Yeah, no, that's I, I agree. But Mark should not have been in that room. I don't think so either. No. He know yeah. he knows better. Yeah. He's close to home. Before the surgery when Addison is doing the ultrasound with Arizona in the room. Yeah. And Sloan goes, Which one of you did he sleep with? Arizona very proudly is like, Not me. Yeah. <laughs> Fast <laughs> forward another season and she's co parenting with him. Right.
1: Oh. I love I love that relationship. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then Sloan says, you're sure that he didn't knock you up and leave you with a child to raise or something. I have a lot of capital OMGs. Addison's Mm. face. Wow, 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 wow. The abortion she had. OMG, 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 OMG. Yeah.
1: So much to be revealed.
0: Yeah. You can see in Mark's face that he is thinking about it too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is... mm. I feel for Addison, and that's a part of her story that I often, until she brings it up, whether it be in um, grace or private practice, it's a part that I I forget, Mm -hmm. and, like, how integral it was to, like, her and Derek's
0: shakiness. Yeah, it really is. Mm. Then we hear more about it in the next episode when she's with Pete as well. Yes, yes. But in the surgery, we get the scrub cap again. Yes, the iconic cap. Yeah, yeah. And I I forget that Lexi and Addison were ever in surgery together. Yeah. But, like, what a duo to be in that surgery. True. I'm trying to think about, like, family is not supposed to operate on family.
1: It should not be allowed. Yeah. But
0: when you work in a hospital like that, where do you draw the line, right? It's your ex slash maybe best friend in the world besides Derek, including Derek. Right. And your girlfriend. So it's not family. Right, right. It's probably as close as,
1: as, you, as you can get with the yeah. without being family. But yeah, because yeah. even that, I feel is is still tough, you know? Yeah, exactly. There's still an emotional connection there.
0: And but, my brain was saying, like, why didn't they have Arizona? Because Arizona didn't do her fetal surgery fellowship yet. Gotcha. It's That's hard when you're fellowship. watching so many different parts of an 18-season show at one <laughs> time. It really is.
1: It's tough. To keep it all in line, like, sequentially is kind of tough. Yeah.
0: I got mad at Sloan when he didn't believe in Addison. Yeah. Especially because she's come through so many times before. It's like, check oh, my yeah. track
1: record. Yeah,
0: know? yeah. Double board certified. Everyone's like, you're the best in your field. hmm And she says to him, you threw me on a plane in the middle of my morning because you wanted my judgment. Period. Mm-hmm. That's how we do it. And my last note for this storyline in this episode mm-hmm. is Sloan saying he doesn't know anything about being a dad, but Sophia's born next season.
1: How about that?
0: He's gonna be a dad real soon and doesn't even know.
1: Doesn't even is not even aware. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh. Do you have anything else for that in this episode?
1: I do not. No. Not related to to Sloan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Either
0: Sloan.
1: Either Sloan, right.
0: So next we have Ruthie Carlin with a porcine valve replacement when Teddy says, hi, Ruthie, this is Dr. Yang, my dog perked up. Get out! Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I mean, this is the second episode so close with two Ruthies in the same season of two closely related shows. Both spelled the same way. R-U-T-H-I-E, the correct way.
1: <laughs> the, the only way.
0: Yeah. And I, I so... Do you remember in season one, there was that teenage girl who needed a valve replacement and she wasn't eligible for a mechanical valve? Yes. Yes. So I looked her up because I was expecting the girl. I can see her face in my brain. I was expecting her when this Ruthie came in. Mostly, I think, Mm -hmm. because the last Ruthie we saw was also an Orthodox Jew. Right. And I was thinking, oh, it's a porcine valve replacement and she can't have a porcine valve replacement, even though I know we haven't talked about um Debo Friedman who is uh-huh. the character from season one she was meant to get the porcine valve but went with a bovine valve because okay. of religious reasons or she wanted a bovine valve so the number one rule in Judaism is like do anything you can to save a life
1: okay
0: not to like casually drop World War II but like no. in World War II like people ate bread during Passover and ate whatever they could to stay alive because you want mm-hmm. to stay alive Exactly. And I've always had a problem with that character because you literally do anything you can to save a life. And no matter what sect of rabbi you brought in, that rabbi would be like, do the valve because you want to live. Like, I don't care if it's from an unkosher creature. Yeah. But anyway, it's not that episode. It's <laughs> this episode. Yes. Sure. Yeah. But I do, I do really, I don't know. I just think it's very interesting that we have two Ruthies one episode after the other. Right. Strange. It's kind of like how there was a Dean Miller patient mm-hmm. on private practice, but that's still 12 years before we meet Dean Miller in Station 19, and it's different wow. Dean Millers. Okay. Not the same actor. But I mean, oh. I yeah. Oh, yeah. No, not the same actor. It's Oak from Hamilton. Oh. Oh, yes, yes. There we go. I saw, I saw the wheels turning. <laughs> you saw it.
1: I was just like, wait, Oak oh, was just like an, in the – because, yes, because I know <laughs> – recent events that have happened on station 19 you yes
0: know. so gotcha yes. yeah 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 know exactly who it is mm-hmm. my last note about ruthie carlin is all of this talk about the weber method in this season 18 of grays when mm-hmm. teddy was letting christina go solo regularly all the way back in season six remember that yeah interesting interesting to me yes very much so <laughs> anything else for this ruthie carlin No, I don't have anything else
1: for Ruthie, except for I forgot how much blood she lost.
0: Oh, (laughs) yeah. Taken aback by
1: that, but but yes.
0: Yeah. Tom Cates, our football player. I didn't write that much about him, except I feel like it was early to be talking about CTE. And Mm -hmm. I mean, you and I are from a football town, so it's kind of a common, people discuss it all the time. Right. And I feel like this is early to talk about it. But I'm glad that they yeah. were talking. I feel Gray's always does that, as we say.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when she says, I want to remember who my kid is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. My only other note for Tom is when Derek comes into the surgery to ask about where Richard is. Mm-hmm. He's not wearing his fairy scrub cap. Oh. But it's a water scrub cap. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Switching it up.
0: Yeah.
1: Keeping everybody on their toes. Yeah. I will say that I, I, I just um, I guess it's more so about like Derek and Callie, but um, than Tom specifically. But I guess I, I liked this part of the season. I remember because it it really got to show Callie and Derek's friendship, yeah, and how it developed. And I just remember me thinking like, they're like the last two people I thought that would ever like connect on the show. So I'm glad that they that Gray's kind of like gave them this um this project and like the research to do together to like develop their friendship.
0: Yeah. I really like when they work together as well. Mm -hmm. My miscellaneous notes, Mm -hmm. Percy and Reed mid season six. I can't bear to watch it. It's too much for me to handle. I know it's going to happen to them in a few episodes. And I just, Mm -hmm. I can't watch the two of them. It's very hard to watch. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
1: Terrifying.
0: Bailey says when she's, rejecting the oncologist that Derek's trying to set her up with mm-hmm. first of all I, I don't want to talk about people's looks but like Bailey can do better she's done better multiple times and that's yeah. obviously not her type of course yeah yeah and she says a lot of people have let me down recently one of them was me I said you have never let me down Bailey <laughs> Bailey what are you talking about you're always there, yeah. always there for me
1: and that's so crazy because I mean we know how bailey is like just always seems like superwoman it's so it's
0: kind of surprising to hear her say that even about herself oh yeah she's going through a rough time here yeah teddy is wearing so much makeup and she doesn't do that anymore and i don't think it's because she's like older and has a kid and whatever Mm -hmm. but i think it's because she was trying to make owen love her back over christina Mm -hmm. yes i love a makeup choice rated in character
1: come on can appreciate it oh yeah thinking about the whole teddy and christina that love triangle teddy was like i want owen and Christina was like
0: fine done take him i know that's when my computer died so i didn't take notes on that part
1: no that's fine iconic i know it says that the note the note was taken yeah
0: <laughs> and then teddy's mad about it like that's what you wanted right it's like what did she expect christina to put
1: up more of a fight for him i think i think that's probably what she thought that it was going to be a lot of back and forth when little did she know christina was like i love my job yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i can't think of anyone that christina would choose over her job not even meredith Um, i really can't and and it's it's so
1: funny because every time, like, I felt like almost every relationship Christina had, there was a point in which I thought that, like, oh, this is the person that she would risk it all for. And they, like, still never were. No. Which is, like, both sad, if you, depending on the kind of person you are. But it's, like, it could either be, like, sad or very impressive. <laughs> like, like good for you for sticking to your guns and your dreams and everything. But, yeah. yeah it's so interesting. It's
0: rough. She's a great character.
1: Yeah, I love her. My my brother was actually saying the other day, he was like, I literally, he just got to the point in the season where Christina left the practice, and he was like, I cried.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she's a, iconic. And that episode where they make you think that she died in that explosion? Oh my god, almost lost it. I was like, there's no way. No, I thought a couple episodes ago when they were the in, in Current Greys, right after Addison was there. Mm -hmm. Thank, thank the heavens that she graced us with her presence. Thank God. And the the preview said something like, one will not survive. I literally thought that they were going to kill her and I would have had to take off of work. I would have had to go in mourning. I'm grieving. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And thankfully they didn't. But because they were like, it's an explosion, blah, blah, blah. I kind of knew it was going to be a gas line. I don't know okay. how, I just had that feeling, but I thought that it was going to be like the gas line of the hotel she was staying in, or okay. something, they wouldn't do a plane again, but just some sort of gas line. I thought they were going to kill Addison, and oh, I geez. I wouldn't have been able to go on. That's so sad. Yeah. On to Private Practice Season 3, Episode 11. Private we're going to do First Notes and Miscellaneous, per usual. Sloan Riley now has an arteriovenous malformation, along with still being pregnant and the things from before, but that's just the addition. Cody has a broken arm and a staph infection. And Andrea has a hoarding disorder. Now we're going to talk about Cody and Andrea in the same section because they're mother and son. Mm -hmm. And then I'd also like to talk about Cooper and Charlotte because finally she let him have it.
1: Finally, who been building this up for quite a few episodes. Now. Yeah.
0: A friend was in for the weekend who has watched Fiber Practice, but is obviously isn't as invested as we are. Uh, sure. And she said she was going to send in like a, a she's gonna call in about my reactions to the episode. <laughs> oh
1: gosh. Like,
0: <laughs> we'll get to it when we talk about right. them. But there were multiple times where I was like Ooh! and yes. had to pause and my hands were up
1: yeah yeah me too there were so many times I was like oh I was like watching It was like watching an actual boxing fight really yeah just the words.
0: <laughs> what's your first note
1: my first note is oh Betsy
0: yeah minus Betsy's mm-hmm. little crafts oh
1: oh my gosh precious mm-hmm. precious and this I feel like this is the first episode that I guess um like we've heard Betsy talk and speak but I think that like it's the first time that I saw like her emotional maturity for even being seven. Like I still think that it takes like some kind of awareness to to be upset with your father for for something specific. yeah exactly for something that specific. And I just thought that that was like a really interesting take. And I thought that the actor who plays Betsy did that really well.
0: Yes, Haley. So we follow her on Instagram. Hey okay, Haley. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, how old is she now? Like over eighteen. She- Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Makes so, sense. if this was 12 years ago and she was seven, I guess that's 19 mm-hmm. ish. Cool. She has her own Instagram and then okay. she has an Instagram plant based by Haley. We follow that one too. She makes some really good acai bowls.
1: Wow. Oh my goodness. I got to check it out. I,
0: oh, yeah. It's so good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my only other first note is all caps. Yes. There are a lot of all caps in uh, these notes. Yes, okay. Charlotte, don't greet Cooper like nothing is wrong. Right, exactly.
1: I think that she is well deserving in responding with a little bit of
0: pushback. Yeah. Of how he's been treating her. And I wonder if it has anything to do with last episode, we were talking about how when he just goes to kiss her, she obviously didn't want it. Yes. And I wonder yeah. if it has anything to do with that. Like, You can, sticks and stones will break my bones. Names will never hurt me. Like, you can call Mm -hmm. me whatever you want. But the second Mm -hmm. that you are with me without my consent, we're over. Like, you will hear about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, and it was very cringy because it's, like, that was also a side of Cooper I feel like we hadn't seen. Not for a very long time. Not for a very long time. And it's, like, and even when we did see his hypersexual self, I guess you could say, it was always very consensual, like very yes. mutual. It was always very clear that his partner was, like you know, willing, you know. Um, but this whole turmoil that's been happening with Charlotte, I I've been very disgusted by how he's treated her. Yeah, so.
0: and he started to treat Violet the same way. Yeah, yeah. And she wasn't having it. I have notes about it later. We're just, closed. you know, we're gonna go really out of yeah. out of order. We'll it's there. fine. We're going with the flow. We'll get there. <laughs> he says something like, I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. I, you do that too. And she's like, yeah. And I'll, and she lists all the things that are wrong with her life. Yes. And she goes, I'm so healthy. He goes, point taken. And then back. Right. Off. That was funny. I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I'm glad. Yeah. Like you said, I'm glad she put him in his place and was just like, don't talk to me about it. think she was like, hey, I quoted it. She was like, figure it out with Charlotte. Like, yeah. You want to talk to everybody, but the person you, you should be talking to heard Mm. yeah my only other first note was Maya kicking us off with an attitude oh yes (laughs) at the cemetery (laughs) and then of course being elated to see Mark always that's all
0: (laughs) I was thinking about how I accidentally partially spoiled you last episode about Maya yeah because in your musing you were like I feel like she's gonna get pregnant and I hid behind my my mic right here
1: (laughs) When I got to the end of the... I got to the end of this episode today and my brother was here this past weekend and literally right before he walked out the door to head back to medical school I was just like she's pregnant I was like i need." and before she pulled out her pregnancy test I was like I need to be a screenwriter yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) I was just like or is this just like you know not not even that it's dated I was like or is it just typical and predictable television like you know what else but I did say that I thought it was funny and I was reluctant to tell him because I was like well I'm sure you'll start private practice eventually. But I said not to spoil it for you. I was like, but we already kind of had a pregnancy gag with Maya. Yeah. So I feel like I was very surprised from the writer's perspective that they had already touched on this with her, even though it was like a just kidding. But, uh-huh. it was like, but now I'm really pregnant. <laughs> so I was just so surprised by that. I was like, okay,
0: we're coming back to this. Yeah, I was all week, well, for two weeks, whatever, since we had, but since I was editing it, I was like, I spoiled her. I spoiled her. Like, god. No, no, you did.
1: I did think about it. I did think I have had a flashback to your face when I was like, I was like, oh my god! It was more of a, like I can't believe I was right because I just, you know, <laughs> most of my musings are truly musings. Like, no, they're, they're not. not. They're really... like all right. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, I was just blown away that I was like, okay, we're going
0: there. Yeah, and then at the end of the episode, I was like, thank God I didn't spoil her that much ahead of time no
1: you didn't you didn't and she gave us a run because I feel like up until you know one can assume the the amount of things a teenager is going through but you know I think that she did good with like stringing us along until the very
0: end <laughs> yes I remember more canoodling with the dink I remember dink being around more before the pregnancy test yeah task, but He's just like inter- yeah I mean yeah I guess we can we
1: can assume what is happening off screen but you're right like we haven't seen him for a minute heard this to all of a sudden be the news you know last yeah. time we saw him was the episode that like they were really going in on Maya, Sam and Naomi about like when she was like switching between like yeah. being there and at Sam's mm-hmm. and that's been what has that been two or three episodes?
0: Come get your child her life is in danger
1: <clears throat> She snapped, ultimately really snapped on that episode <laughs> She, she yeah had,
0: had it Rightfully so Right, yeah On to Sloane, little Sloan. She was very hesitant to go to LA to Mm -hmm. see Addison, right? Because she thinks that she couldn't do it the first time. She's like, "Why would you let? Why would you have her do it the second time?" And Mark says, "That was my fault. I should have let her finish the the surgery the first time."
1: Mm,
0: How about it? I was worried about his toxic masculinity in that first episode of Grace, Mm -hmm. but I mean, Mark is Mark flawed flawed human as he is, yes, you know, yes, flawed true character, not fictional. Definitely yeah. not. He's definitely a real person, as they all right. are to me. Right. But <laughs> um me. I was really happy that he admitted when he was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. He did a lot wrong in this episode, but he did a lot right as well. And I yeah. feel like I talk later about Sam's talking about the different kinds of dogs. Mm -hmm. and let me just say that that is dachshund slander
1: Uh oh okay i was trying to i i tried so hard to keep up through his analogy because me not being like i know when i see a cute dog (laughs) but i don't know breeds yeah yeah i couldn't picture it but
0: so the ones that he was talking about are the good guys i.e him are they sure. basically the dogs that you see as guide dogs and service dogs, mm-hmm. like tall, probably around like 60 pounds, uh-huh. um, usually like blonde or black or brown. Yeah. And a dachshund is like the, the tiny wiener dogs. Okay. Dachshunds are great. They're great at sniffing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're very cuddly. They're wonderful. Okay. And I'm not just saying that because my dog looks like she's part Dox and she's not. We've had her DNA tested because I am a millennial. Gotcha. Gotcha. Sure. He he should have said another breed that I will not mention. Okay. I will tell you off air.
1: It's quite all right. It needed I needed the explanation because I was following. I was like, I know it's definitely a good guy versus bad guy comparison, but yeah. the specific dogs I was I was missing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want a scene with Mark and Sam so badly and I didn't remember if it happens and it ends up happening. in like a very, what's the word I'm looking for? Serendipitous.
1: Yeah. I definitely think there was something like,
0: yeah. Yeah. Mark just closed, just closed the blinds. Didn't lock the door. Right. Yeah. That, that way they met in that Mm. way.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Which I was just like, of course. And then something told me, I was just like, it was just so frivolous. And like the them being on the floor, I was just like, there's no way they're not going to be seen by other people in the office. And sure enough, here comes everyone. Like it's a free show. Like,
0: <laughs> Yes. It was so yes. good. Hilarious. Yeah. So I wrote that. I want a scene with them. And then it happened and I was like, yes, it's better than I could have imagined. There it is. There it is. Mm-hmm. The setup. And Addison <laughs> is very right that Lexi is too young to be a grandmother yeah it's gonna be like 20 well she's young for her grade as we know yeah but residents are like 22 23 23 years old so she's younger than that yeah I think that you know
1: yeah I think that that is a lot of mark to ask of her um I I I think that it's a I think that it's an extension of his love for her but Mm -hmm. it's also like you know She's so young and still has so much life to live that, like, unless that's something that she wanted, I think that is a lot to ask. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah, not that much difference in age between no. his daughter and her. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Ooh. I know. that's Even though that's very weird to think about. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. I know.
0: Yeah. I love Addison and Mark so much together.
1: I know. And I, I was, I enjoyed seeing her happy Mm-hmm. Um, with him which made like the end of the episode like very hard mm-hmm. <laughs> but
0: um yeah we get another naomi eating chocolate um reference Addie says nay she eats she puts food on top of it and that numbs it <laughs> we love a chocolate eating reference and then she goes i have green juice and i just want to give a quick shout out to our green juice gang tier level of patreon
1: Oh yeah, so green juice is good, man.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Addison had a lot of good quotes in that moment. I yeah. felt like she said, "I, I too quoted that I have green juice." Don't you wish we did drugs? <laughs> that really, that really cracked me up. Yeah, <laughs> they're so good. That was a good moment. That whole scene I thought was pretty, pretty funny. Her and <laughs> her and uh, Mark did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Such a good scene. Just professionals being professionals yeah
0: and when pete also joins the unofficial meeting oh god goodness
1: gracious
0: he goes too bad i joined the other office this too bad i joined the other practice this office has perks (laughs) free show yeah and we talk a lot about tay Diggs' um facial expressions which are just amazing this is so freaking funny like oh my gosh even yeah yeah go ahead i'm sorry it's 956 when he's closing the door mm-hmm. his face is so good i would he show you but it's an audio medium so oh that's very true
1: mm-hmm. he just constantly reminds us that he is a comedic actor yes yes
0: at, at the core underneath
1: all of this drama he just does comedy so what, what did he did i put it oh uh, when he came in um in the in the kitchen after the moment in the woods and he was confronting addison and he, he had said he was like mark sloan had you naked within an hour of his arrival yeah. <laughs> like, that tells us tells us all we need to know about mark um but yeah he just had so many funny moments in the or when he was like i'm going to talk to you about dogs uh-huh. movie, but yeah. they write
0: some good stuff for him they really do and I do feel like this is more of a storyline for Sam than he's had in a long time. Because we talk about how when he is in scenes, he's secondary. Like, it's not about him. But I feel like this is about him. And that's good. i like to see him have yeah. something to do.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And he, just like he really asserted himself, I feel, when Addison's parents were in town we see him do that again with Mark. And that's why I really liked that scene a lot. Cause I was just like, Sam, he's really just like stepping up, whether that means like, you know, stepping up to Addison and confronting her or like stepping to others and, you know, advocacy for Addison, whether she knows she needs it or not. Like he's just like being a really good friend. I feel. Yes. Yeah. Friend first, you know,
0: exactly. And I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it but he was like I turned you down because I'm a good person and Sam thinks that she went to Sloan because he turned her down but I don't think it was that right if it was anyone but Mark I don't think she would have right. done it
1: yeah I don't think so either yeah I think it was because it was Mark and he was familiar
0: mm-hmm. even if it was Derek I feel like he wouldn't have done it
1: yeah yeah especially knowing that like you know so that similarly to Mark that she mentions in her monologue at the end of the scene that like, you know, cause she knows that Derek's heart is somewhere else. Just like, just like Mark's is. Yeah. And that's like what really tore me up at the end. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, th- I think that Sam telling her that was to me seemed like more so like, you know, be careful. I felt like it was more of like a warning of just like, just don't like, don't hurt yourself, you know, trying to just, you know, ease the pain of everything of the two episodes that we just came off. of. Mm-hmm. You know? But, yeah.
0: The same scene when they're talking in the break room. Did you notice Mm -hmm. that Addison's dress wasn't fully zipped? No. Yeah. Because
1: I never, you know me, I, like, rarely take the time to really notice the fashion. But at the very, like, one of my first notes for Addison was actually, I was like, I like her top. And then I had to add dot, dot, dot because when she stepped into the green room I noticed I was like that it is not a top that it is a dress yes ma'am because I thought it was just a top but I was like I really liked it I liked the colors yeah me um, too but I didn't notice that it was only that it was partially zip. yeah That's funny.
0: and her hair is a little bit messed up after the moment of the woods and we love costume choices rooted in character just like Teddy's makeup
1: Hair and makeup department on mm, it.
0: Always, always, always. I also appreciated the uh the spray
1: bottle sweat on her and Mark post-moment in the woods. So much. It was a lot. Like, usually, sometimes we don't see any. Like, sometimes, you know, I guess, like, the hair and makeup the, the department, like, they kind of, like, forget to add a little, you know, spritz here and there in some scenes and, on television. But, like, they had a lot, which I guess indicated how much fun was had, so... <laughs>
0: But I did notice that it was a significant, a lot,
1: you know, amount of yeah. sweat.
0: <laughs> yes. A lot. A controversial mm-hmm. opinion that I have is mm-hmm. that Mark should have moved to LA and that is a hill that I will die on because he wouldn't have died.
1: Oh, I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think that far about it. I was just about to agree and just be like, yes, because I would have loved to have seen Mark in LA with that bunch. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, if it would have prevented that, even more reason. Wow. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Now, I think what would have happened is he would have, like, moved to L.A. And then Callie still would have gotten pregnant. And then he would have moved back to Seattle. Mm. But maybe he would have avoided that plane ride. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah but he's also semi using Addison for raving for raising that baby and it's not right just like he tried to rope into Lexi doing and this is when I started thinking about how I've never thought about it in this way before but Mark is just like Owen and the way that he really wants a baby and doesn't really care how it happens or who it happens with he just wants like a baby and a family Mm. I have I have my um receipts do you know what happens with little Sloan and this baby
1: to remember no i forget i forget what happened okay
0: so i won't talk about it but with addison mark wanted the baby that she had Uh
1: uh-huh
0: and then she got an abortion little slow doesn't you know mark doesn't raise that baby we'll see how right what works out Um, right and callie it finally works out and he gets sophia right and then he dies Right. Oh my gosh. Yes. But I, I've never thought about how it's the same with Mark and Owen.
1: I never, I never drew that parallel either. And right. we do see what happens to Sloane's baby and Grace. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. I'm assuming that she gives it up for adoption.
0: Right. Do I have to go
1: back? Do we, does it become revealed to us in private practice?
0: I don't remember, which is why I'm not saying it okay I can't remember either yeah and I thought
1: about it I was like why can't I remember even while I was watching the episode I was like why can't I remember what happens with this baby um but I guess it has been like a a very long time yeah I probably watched the episodes but yeah
0: Mm -hmm. before the second surgery when Charlotte approaches Mark and Addison in the hallway she literally says who's hot stuff Charlotte and I on the same page per usual yes of course
1: (laughs) Of course, clocked. She's like, I might be in a relationship, but I'm not
0: dead. Yeah. And is she in a relationship? We'll see.
1: We'll see. Not for long.
0: Nope. Scrub count. Scrub cap count two of two. Two episodes, two scrub caps. Oh, uh, the lucky it. scrub cap. Here for it. It's just its own character now. Mm-hmm. When Addison and Pete are on the pier, they're not on the pier. There on the um, ocean walk, I think it's called. I was there yesterday, yeah. friends. Yeah, she was. It was a beautiful shot. It was great. It was great. She she great. Was it. I will share sure. it. I'll post it before this episode airs. You should. She but should. my friend who was staying with, that's who I went with. And okay. I said, yeah, that's where we were today. And she said, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's why I wanted so many pictures in front of that. I was like, that's why yeah. I wanted to walk in that section. Of course. There the, there's a connection there yeah but pete says give her the options and let her choose maybe it'll go his way mm-hmm. they're not mark isn't really thinking of sloan and because mm-hmm. mark isn't thinking of sloan i feel like addison is thinking of mark more than she's thinking of sloan which is not her first priority as a doctor
1: i agree mm-hmm. and i i appreciated that pete reminded her of that and that was a, another scene that I was watching with my brother, and he was just like, Yeah, he was like, I don't care about your feelings. You got to be a good doctor first. Yeah. He was he was like, You can't let your regret or your remorse, you know, affect your decision. And I was like, That was a very matter of fact response to something that was like very traumatic that she just shared with him for the first time. Yeah. So I was just like, That just is a testament to Pete's personality, but it was also true. And I appreciated his honesty. Cause yeah. like you said, I think that she is more, you know, thinking about Mark. As opposed to Sloan.
0: Mm-hmm. It was a light bulb moment for her. Yeah. I was shocked that Mark had never held a baby. Me too. When he said that, I was, yeah. And
1: then when he said that, I had to really start thinking about it. I was like, really?
0: He he was like, yeah, in my, in my peds uh, rotation. Yeah. And then I said, oh, I guess Zola isn't born yet true but it did make me want to go back and clock if he like ever held tuck if there was ever uh I don't know same
1: that's why I was I I was very surprised and I was just like wait and
0: then I had to remember like what his
1: specialty was and I was like oh I guess he wouldn't deal with babies like he would in peds but
0: but I mean cleft palettes I feel like are up his alley yeah that's true or even some birthmarks
1: yeah yeah I still find it very hard to believe and then I on the other hand I was also like you know Grace would have made like such a moment of this like hunk holding a tiny little baby that I probably would have remembered
0: (laughs) but but I'm still surprised (laughs) Like Alex in the early seasons, or maybe it was, maybe it's around now, like this, where we just watched in Grey's time, where the baby isn't doing well, and he does skin to skin with her, so it's like this hot, hunky doctor, no shirt on with a baby. (laughs) Yes, now that I remember. I remember it very well. Yep. Yeah. 100%. I really liked the line, I feel like they were trying to make us like Sloan in this episode more than they were in the last episode, Mm. and when Addison is talking to her about adoption she goes pick a baby from the penny saver <laughs> and Addie goes no that's just in Juno and i really I liked it
1: i love that i love that that was like probably my favorite line of the whole episode because i am a Juno stands. Yes, I really appreciated the reference
0: I was like yes yeah and then I looked it up and Juno's from 2007 and this is 2010 and I remember what an effect that movie had on people I still have some of the soundtrack on my iPod iPhone oh my god that bluegrass music and it's just like it's
1: not something that I like and I'm just like let me listen to every day but like in that movie I so enjoy it I love the music in that movie
0: yeah I know and Elliot Page was just incredible in that oh she's just so good so and good is it Jennifer Garner do I remember that right Jennifer Garner yeah and
1: oh my gosh are um why can't I think of his name right now like, i I oh, could also Mark. google it
0: let me see oh I can see his face uh,
1: why don't I know his name I love him especially in Teen Wolf
0: too <laughs> not Michael Sarah. oh Jason Bateman
1: Jason Bateman. I am so embarrassed that I can't even remember his name. It's Wait, been a long oh. day. Jason, forgive me.
0: <laughs> How do I not remember Alice and Janney? Does she play Juno's oh, yeah. mom?
1: That's Juno's mom. It was excellent. She's oh, so freaking good in it.
0: Yeah, I'm a big Alice and Janie <sighs> stand. Such a good movie. Oh, I, I'm due for a watch. We should rewatch it. We should do that. Yes, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Wait. Now that we're here, I have to see if it's streaming on anything.
1: Oh yeah,
0: Hulu. It should be stars. Oh. Amazon uh, Amazon Prime Video maybe perhaps maybe my friend that was over this weekend when I turned on private practice she goes oh my god it's leaving Netflix and I was like I know I know yes
1: I know I know and I told my brother because I had told him the wrong information I thought Grace was leaving Netflix oh, and then yeah. I was like oh it's private practice and we share his girlfriend's Hulu account and I was like you're trying to tell her to like get that upgrade so mm-hmm. we don't have to stick to the commercials <laughs>
0: Yes, please.
1: But I'm just glad it's available somewhere. So
0: yeah, and as of the yeah. airing of this episode, it will have been gone off of Netflix for two days. Oh, i
1: can't believe it! I did oh, consider. No. I was just like, if I had the time in my schedule, I would like be so about just parking and barking and binging all of it, and just no have my notes <laughs> on standby. <laughs> like, it's impossible because there's there's nine seasons. Yes, yeah. so, six, seven, six, six. Well, I think there was nine. Gotcha.
0: Because there should be a million.
1: Yeah, I can't believe. Yeah, Ugh,
0: it's it's Ugh. so funny because, uh, like, meeting new people out here, they're like, "Oh, like, so you're an actor? Do you like what mm-hmm. kind of projects do you work on?" And mm-hmm. obviously, this isn't an acting thing, but this is like a production sure. thing. So when I talk sure. about audio editing and stuff, I mm-hmm. said, "Oh, have you ever seen *Private Practice*?" Some of them are like, "Oh, I love that," or mm, I, "I've been meaning to watch it," or something yeah, like that. Sure. But a lot of people are like yeah it's not my favorite Addison she's so annoying and I was like Ooh? you're like that's my fave okay don't listen that's
1: so funny that is so funny like I don't oh. spend hours
0: a week working on this project
1: right you're like it's not a passion project or anything no.
0: <laughs> and then it's really funny when the, after they say that I'm like mm, yeah I, I have a podcast uh, about it yeah you're like oh
1: well, their faces go white <laughs> I bet I bet
0: I'm like you can think whatever you want is fine I'm just
1: right you're like I'm not offended.
0: No, no, because some of it is crazy, especially when we yeah. get to later seasons.
1: Oh God, I can't wait. <laughs> I
0: know, me either. The way it's it's, it's wow, words. It's an art, some artistic directions that they go in.
1: Okay, that are okay.
0: especially interesting.
1: Good to know.
0: Addison hasn't said yes once to raising this baby with Mark, and he just keeps assuming that she's going to. Yeah. And especially with their history, I feel like he shouldn't assume. I agree. Yeah. Especially because he doesn't know about, you know, the pilot and the backdoor pilot of this series where she's trying to figure out if she can get pregnant. Right. He doesn't know any of that. (sighs) So So much. If she didn't want a baby three, four years ago when she was pregnant. What has changed to make her want one now? Right.
1: Because he hasn't asked. Yeah.
0: Again, Mark doing the right thing. Right. When he, when Addison says, if you're still in love with the gray girl, then go back to Seattle. But if you want me, ask again. And I might say yes. He says, I'm so sorry, Red. And I lost it.
1: My heart broke for her. Mm -hmm. Because I really loved the way that she laid that out for him that she like really gave him an opportunity to tell the truth and as much as it hurt me let me scroll up to see what I actually said oh I was like oh Mark dot 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 I said at least he was honest I appreciated his honesty as much as it hurt me to see him hurt Addison yeah um but then I just kept thinking like oh my god what if she what if she hadn't asked and like you know and Fast forward to like a month or however long from now, and they're like trying to like build this life together in LA. It would have only gotten so far because his heart is with Lexi. Yeah, and I love Lexi, and I love Mark and Lexi together. So yeah, yeah. Just like, but it was still hurtful in that moment to like see the reality of that hit Addison. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but I was so proud of him. Yeah, for not moving forward. Me too. Me too. Because a
1: lot of guys would have, you know, oh, kept going through the motions.
0: Oh, and would have. Owen absolutely would have. Uh, Owen would have. Owen has, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, uh, my goodness, many a time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least, I mean, he's being honest and he can admit it, and we have to give him some grace for that. Absolutely. But now yeah. He moves back to Seattle, and yeah. And mm-hmm. then it
1: also gave me the moment when I was just like, "Oh, that that like." it's sad, but, like, that Sam was right, you know, I felt like the whole episode, he was kind of warning Addison against the, like, you know, against Mark, essentially, and, like, yeah. from everything from, you know, telling Addison herself and telling Mark, and then it was just kind of unfortunate that, like, you know, that it happened, you Yeah. know,
0: but, so. It really is. Yeah. That's my last four sloan big and little. Mm-hmm. Thought I was gonna run out of letters of the alphabet in my bullet note taking. Oh. I got down to Q. We got really close.
1: Oh, did you? Oh, really close. Mm-hmm. That's really close. I did say that sloan looks like Sarah Paxton, and that's actually the only note I had. Oh sloan. yeah. I see that. I just I was like, she's very pretty, and I was just like, but she reminds me of someone. I couldn't think of it, and I was just like, Sarah Paxton, man.
0: Oh, yeah, she really does. What was she an author, marine?
1: (laughs) She was another iconic movie featuring my girl, Jojo. And Emma Roberts is pretty great in it,
0: too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good one. It's a good one. It's good. On to Cody and Andrea. Great. Cody has a broken arm and a staph infection, and Andrea has a hoarding disorder. When he opens the door for Cooper, like, a hair, he says, my Mm -hmm. mom's a super good mom. She's super nice. My heart's already broken.
1: Yeah same because unlike any child who feels the need to preface that upon your entry is like what am I about to see yeah yeah
0: yeah I also have the question of why didn't he come into the office but I guess I mean Cooper talks about it later he's like maybe he's um what's what do you what do you say it but you you're thinking it psycho analyzing psycho psychotherapy no these are all correct things but just not the word i'm looking for i'm just throwing out subconsciously paint on the walls gotcha subconsciously um maybe subconsciously he wanted me to find out about this and mm. that's why he but then he said no but that was a pretty bad staph infection he was probably just really itchy
1: yeah yeah which makes sense and i i actually wrote that down i was just like i can relate to uh Cody's pain because I I had several casts when I was young. I think I broke my, my ankle from like a a cartwheel gone wrong. I broke my thumb trying to all things I shouldn't have been doing. (laughs) (laughs) Having some fun, having some fun as a kid, as kids do. Broke my thumb skateboarding on like vacation in Virginia with my family. I broke my wrist another time. I can't remember how I did that, but I had casts at three different points when I was young and that itchiness, it's like an unspeakable pain.
0: It's <laughs> so all before I met you. I Yes, all before, thankfully. <laughs> you did Back on track.
1: My broken bones behind me after
0: I met Sam. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally because of me. Yes, you changed my life. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never had a cast knock on everything in this whole world. Bless. Did you notice that Andrea took the cast? Cooper sawed it off. It was sitting on the desk, and Stop she put the sound. cast in her purse.
1: No, I did not notice it, and now I feel like I have to go back and watch because that's ugh, hilarious. Sad, mm-hmm, but very mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's too funny.
0: It was a really good moment.
1: Oh goodness gracious! It's, I did. I appreciated. I guess this is more under my violet notes, but I. It was really brief in conversation with Cooper when he first came back and explained what he had seen and experienced at Cody andrea's house but like how she explained that it could be anything from traumatic um to like genetic um to to loss and that's what like how i've experienced it within my family those Mm -hmm. situations um so
0: yeah it's it's sad and then cooper says she's crazy cakes like what i know i didn't appreciate no his attitude
1: no, me either. And I know it's comedic and it's Cooper. But yeah. like, you know, I think that as a doctor, especially to like, mm-hmm. to start kind of calling, calling it out of its name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As opposed to looking at why the mother might, this might be their circumstances, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't like that either.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. Mm-hmm. When Violet's talking to Andrea and she says, I know how overwhelming it can be to be a single parent. I said, do you, Violet? Because you haven't seen your son in months.
1: You know what? Ugh. Yes. And that frustrates me in general because it's like, Violet, you are such a good therapist. And yet you can't get your own own life in order. Yeah. Which is, I guess, like the contradiction. But um, yeah, that's so funny. I didn't even think about that in the moment when she said it. She did say something else that I thought was funny. And I don't think it was meant to be funny. I I just think it was a real question. She was like, how would your life be different if you threw this out? Exactly. I need to ask that of my own life. Same. I need to ask that of myself. Yes. But that just like really tickled me.
0: (laughs) And we saw some really good therapist work from Violet in this episode. And then we saw some very questionable, like at the end when she's just throwing out questions.
1: Mm-hmm. oh I, yeah
0: I, yeah barraging I said the barrage of questions it worked yes. because she started throwing things away but like come on the kids in the next room
1: right asking like that overwhelmed me <laughs>
0: yeah I didn't write any of the questions down but it was like how did your daughter die do you miss her why did you break up with your husband blah 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 and I was like oh,
1: Violet right I was like okay we've reached <laughs> The extreme of how we're going to get through to
0: her, I guess. yeah, I mean yeah. it worked. it worked. It did work. It did work, yeah, yeah, yeah This is a Charlotte note, but it's in here, so I'm just gonna say mm-hmm. it. I was very proud of her because she finally said, Don't keep blaming me. It's getting old. I am about to stop forgiving and forgetting and get real nasty. I said, yes, start getting nasty. Yes, please get nasty. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think she had
1: been patient long enough with him.
0: Yeah. I think it is in in this section because she's talking about Cooper saying she wouldn't admit the boy. Mm. Oh, okay. I think okay. that's why it's in there. Because that's gotcha. when that was. Yeah. Gotcha. And then when, when he is admitted, Violet comes in and just starts asking him questions before announcing herself or saying who she is or why she's there.
1: Mm. I didn't even realize that. Okay. Mm. Yeah, she did.
0: Mm-hmm. And they might have met before and we just didn't know. It might be in a deleted scene or just a... Oh, yeah, you're right. They'd... Yeah, because that would have been the first time, the mm-hmm. first time that we're seeing that mm-hmm. they are interacting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. Oh, that's the scene when she tells them that, like, you know, your mom needs more help than you can offer
0: her. hmm Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And another really good Violet therapy moment is when she says slash screams to Cooper or the best thing for you would be to stop displacing your anger Mm. yes ma'am and then I said Cooper honestly find a therapist outside of your building
1: please yeah period it's needed and required and like yeah and he had said something that like we we didn't need him to say because we had been known this but um who's like, I just can't seem to forgive her. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, we know. Aware. Like five episodes. <laughs> I was like, come on now. But yeah. if Cooper, what else did he say? Crazy. Oh, there there was a moment um when uh, I think foster care came up for Cody. And I was just like, I don't think that I don't think that foster care was necessarily the best choice in this situation. No. I guess I felt like there was other options than like taking the child away from um, his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did he say? This he said, "You don't get to be out." I think he was talking to Charlotte in this yeah. moment in their at some point in their argument.
0: Oh yeah, I have a whole section on that. We can just move he, okay. on to there unless you have anything oh, sure. more for Cody.
1: No, everything else about him and Charlotte are about the argument. Great,
0: let's go. I've been waiting for this. Great. Right. <laughs> go Ooh. ahead.
1: Honestly, I just feel like I repeatedly kept saying "low blow," so hurtful. Yeah,
0: <laughs> ouch. It was
1: just like it was. It was actually like a really uh, tough argument to watch, and I think it's mostly because. Cooper was the one like constantly hitting below the belt mm-hmm. and I felt like Charlotte was really trying to rise above which was like which made me hurt even more for her because I was just like that hurts me to hear it so I know it was hurting her and she's still oh, yeah. like you know everything she said to Cooper whether it was harsh or not like it was true yeah but it wasn't like she was she wasn't trying to hurt him and I felt like he was trying to hurt her
0: except when she got to the part where it's like I wrote it down somewhere. It's not mm-hmm. my fault. you're not a man. Don't tell me I'm not a woman. Woo! And she mm-hmm. just talked about, as we were saying before, his manhood, yep, man, yep, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I have a lot of I have a lot of quotes for between this Cooper and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I had to yes. like keep pausing and I was shook. Mm. yeah, I just can't find it in my heart to forgive her. Well, Cooper, I can't find it in my heart to forgive you,
1: right come on now yeah and i yeah i mean i just keep thinking that there are worse things that she could have done done because she didn't
0: she, she's she done didn't, them she, too in the past she's done
1: them right and you it, what kills me is that like you were so forgiving of her sleeping with somebody else
0: yeah until he brings it up again so obviously and, he didn't forgive
1: right there, there were so many things that I was so frustrated with him about. I was just like, you were so easy to forgive when she slept with somebody else, but because yeah. she didn't tell you about something that happened in her life before she met you, you're mad. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think it's more so the period of time that he's been angry. That's more frustrating to me than yeah. like, I understand you being upset. Like, okay, that's something that, yes, maybe she should have shared, you know, if she felt comfortable, but, uh, he's taken it too far. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When they're yelling in the hallway, it's the first time that we see nurses or support staff in so many episodes, and I it's so funny. That. I so noticed that,
1: yeah, they were
0: they were peeping the drama <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and their faces, those extras so lucky. <laughs> they,
1: they acted their eyes were wide, okay. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, holding up the um charts to their mouths like I held yeah. up my mic to my mouth. <laughs> like yeah. oh. They were really
1: soaking up their camera time. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it all comes back to the check that she wrote to keep him in the practice. When I had oh like forgotten God. about that.
1: Me. Me too. Me too. I totally forgot that. But I did remember the bailing out. Maybe because that happened much more recently. Oh, that. that. Yeah. 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 It was like, that was the first thing that came to mind. Like I was literally thinking it as she said it. She was just like, I know I'm not heartless because I bailed you out of jail. Like, come on now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When. He called her heartless. I I didn't know what to do. I gasped is what I did. Yeah, projecting. Mm -hmm. And then she says, later, don't call me heartless. You're heartless. Right. And when, I know that we don't normally swear on this podcast, Mm. but it's in context again. Yes. Cooper starts off a sentence with, you are such a bitch that. I said, you did not. And I'm so mad at Cooper and he's a fictional character. Like, I'm I so know. mad. I mm-hmm. saw, I don't know if it was a TikTok or like a friend and I talking about it because honestly, the two are so intertwined at this point that <laughs> right, right. I don't know. But there was a story about a teacher who had a student in like first or second grade who swore mm-hmm. all the time. And mm-hmm. the teacher just like didn't, like, in class, openly in class, didn't say anything, didn't do anything. But then, because he said, oh, F this, or um, this is such bull, stuff like that. But the first time he used a swear word in relation to a person,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then the teacher pulled them aside and said, oh. you, like, words have meaning. Yeah. You can swear as much as you want in my class. hmm it's not appropriate, but you can do it mm. wow. because it's important to share your feelings. I don't know if I really, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. <laughs> but the second that you use it towards a person mm-hmm. is when you stop.
1: Mm. See, a lesson.
0: Yeah. By the end of this fight, I was glad that they were breaking up. I wish she would have broken up with him, but I was glad.
1: Same. Same. That's, that's probably the only thing that I wish would have gone differently. But at that point I was ready. I was just like, I can't, even, <laughs> I no. can't take it anymore. And you all are, yeah, at this point, much better Uh, not being together because it's like, yeah. And that was kind of my question for Cooper all along. It's like, if you're this miserable and this yeah. angry to the point that you feel you can't get over it, then just break up. Like mm-hmm. it was almost as, that's what made me even more mad. It's like, oh, you're actually like getting off on. Yeah. On holding this over her. And that's what I was like, oh no. That's it.
0: That's it right there. Yeah. If any of our dear listeners haven't watched this argument and don't understand why we feel this way, because I know that there are a lot of Cooper Charlotte loves out there, Mm -hmm. and I'm one of them.
1: Yes. same, Same. Right.
0: Yeah. Right now, the way that he is treating her, and she, again, is not innocent in this situation. Right. Right. But just please go back and watch this fight if you disagree with us. Not that you can't disagree. Please, but just please. give it a give it a watch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Any more for them before we go to miscellaneous? No, that was all. I have some notes. I mean, not notes. I have some quotes here from that fight. Okay. I don't even feel that I can oh. say them out loud. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> it, it was so low blow.
1: No, it, very much.
0: That's that's what I have. Yes very bad mm-hmm. do you have any miscellaneous notes um, I'm trying
1: to think I guess they're just more so random notes that I had for like other characters yeah um, go ahead. I, I, I did um like the scene with Naomi and Dell when um I liked that she asked him if it was okay if he, she was no longer gentle with him. yes yes um, which yes. I think that like as someone who um was going through mourning that like you know that it's like okay like if this is a moment where you can like be real with me mm-hmm. and kind of like take off the like you know the the niceties and she said are you okay with that if I'm not gentle anymore um and Again, like similarly about how I said about Cody, I, I wasn't sure if foster care was the right decision. Even going back to the Betsy and Heather thing, I said, I'm still not sure if I agree with even Naomi in thinking that Dell should have let Betsy see her mother. I just feel like yeah. she was in such a horrible condition that at that young age that it's just like. I, I just don't know if that's the image that I would want in my seven-year-old's head. So mm-hmm. I still support Dell in that. Same. And I But I did say, I said, if, a big, big capital if, <laughs> I said, if that was the case, and that's a strong if, I said, I think that she would have had, like, needed to literally be talked through that viewing of yeah. her mother, being like, you know, this is why mom looks this way. It's going to be very hard to... but even then, like, I don't know if it's worth it. Like, you know, I think I would still want my seven year old to remember her mother the way that she knew her to be. But yeah, but I, and then the other thing that Naomi said, um, it was Kamaya and their last scene together. But um, she said like the hard stuff, it's always easier once you let it out. And I was just like, that is true, true in teenage world and adult.
0: Yeah. Good, so <laughs> and <laughs> but, I think yeah. the hard stuff was the name of an episode a few weeks ago. Oh really? Oh okay. I
1: think so. I didn't, I didn't even realize that.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I was a little surprised that Naomi felt that way. That's my first miscellaneous yeah. note.
1: Yeah. I was yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I think even with like Naomi's character, you know, what how we we know like her beliefs and things like that, um I would be surprised that she would yeah, cuz I when I think about it, I was like, I don't think she would want Maya to, to have seen her that way, so.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Very interesting. hmm The moment with Pete and Addison cuddling on the oceanfront walk. It mm. was really cute. Yeah. But also, I was thinking that Addison is semi with Sam. Right. And also, mark, question mark? <laughs> At that point? <laughs> right. Question mark? Right. <laughs> in one day already and now she's cuddling up with Pete on the bench like okay girl get it yeah we're gonna go from that way
1: her player season that's so funny yeah I didn't even think about it but like yeah that's true yeah and it's still so funny to me that like well I guess I could save this for amusing but the fact that Naomi has no idea about Addison and Sam yet so I'm just like waiting for that pot to boil you're right (laughs) can't wait (laughs) early onset musing for you all (laughs) i can't wait i can't wait
0: oh this is a (laughs) miscellaneous note that i think i wrote before his dog speech sam's dog speech Mm -hmm. i said sam again spending time standing up for addison when he doesn't need to makes him a really good guy and it's before he even said he was a good guy so i guess i agree but also i don't agree that dachshunds are bad dogs because they're really good dogs (laughs)
1: You're like I still stand by my dog's stands, yeah, no, I agree. I said the same thing. I said what I love about Sam is that he'll step in and talk to someone on Addison's behalf, and we'll talk to Addison like when he thinks she's acting crazy too. so yes, ma'am. stand with Sam,
0: stand with Sam. I love stand that. s w s yep. 29 minutes in, we see the binders again in the office, and they're looking great. They're really, the art department has realized that this is going to be a set that we see often. And just shout out to the art department for making some strides on this binder set. The beloved binders. Yes. Yeah. Wendell apologized to Pete in the elevator. Yes. Felt really good, not just because, you know, I don't want them to be fighting, but because there is so much tension in this episode in all ways yes that it felt like a like a deep breath or like an exhale I agree we needed we needed a gentle moment exactly exactly (laughs) and I like that it was between the two of them and Pete even goes like you got quite a punch on you (laughs) I loved that I really loved that yeah yeah
1: I I like I like that they had it because I think it kind of gave me the little bit of relief I needed because I think the apology that Dell gave to Pete was like the apology that I think I would have wanted Cooper to give to Charlotte. And we did not get that. We <laughs> got a breakup. Um, but, but yes, I was really glad they had that moment.
0: It was, I, I love that. Yeah, I have the Naomi quote too. The hard stuff always gets easier once you let it out. It's a good quote. It good is. Quote. It is. Keep with you. <laughs> I'm really glad that. Maya went to Addison
1: I mean I'd probably do
0: the same thing but then again Addison has been in this exact position before with the very young Maya as we were saying before and she also knows exactly how Naomi feels about things with her daughter being kept from her
1: that's right oh my gosh yeah I forgot how big of a deal that was yes
0: and Mm -hmm. I don't know it's possible that Maya doesn't remember that although how can you not
1: How can you forget? (laughs) Yeah.
0: And yes, she is correct to go to Addison with his information. If she didn't feel comfortable going to her mother or her father. Um, I mean, Addison's the correct person to go to in that situation. But it just made me really nervous. Yeah. We have some really good stuff coming up.
1: I can't wait.
0: Yeah. That's my last miscellaneous note. Do you have any other stragglers there?
1: I think I just about
0: covered everyone okay yeah
1: yes I love (laughs) that
0: I kept thinking that this was the last time that Addison saw Mark before the plane crash but then I remembered that Addison is in the musical episode when Callie has the car crash so that I believe don't quote me but that is the last time that Addison sees Mark okay that made me feel better Gotcha. Okay. But I also just want to let you know, it's not a spoiler. Okay. We do see Addison's reaction to hearing about Mark and Lexi and the plane crash on private practice. Okay. But a little, I don't know if excitement's the right word for you, but... A Sam musing. Mm Mm-hmm. Musing is also not the right word. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that Addison finding out about Mark's death mm-hmm. is almost a side dish to the episode because oh. something else even bigger is going on. Even bigger. I know. <clears throat> so just a little something for you to look forward to even though it's very oh. depressing.
1: Right, right, exactly. Okay, wow. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine what Yeah. even bigger. That was such a Ooh. Very pivotal, pivotal episode Um, for Grave. Yeah. Like, yeah, me and my brother were just discussing last night, like, our top, you know, depressing moments, I guess that you could say, that we are just like, oh, and yeah, he was listing them off. He was just like, Meredith's miscarriage. Oh, um, God. When she was trying to save Derek. The shooting. The, the plane, yes, the shooting, the plane crash, and he said when Christina left, so, uh, yeah.
0: Mine mm-hmm. is still the episode with laurie metcalf in the early seasons when she has cancer and she tells her daughter always wear underwear with pantyhose yeah and it it is like funny mom fashion yes yes but i i just love that that character that is like one of the top heartbreaking moments for me too oh my god there's so many so next on our outline is sam style yes wait is it Did I lie to you? No, it's right. I'm correct. (laughs) Cool. Cool. It's Addison's multicolored dress that you loved.
1: It looks like
0: kind of silk chiffon to me, and it has that ribbon down the center, and she wears it for most of the episode, and it's great. I love it. I think it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. It also looks like the zipper is easily maneuverable. Uh, uh, Yep. A plus for Mark. (laughs) (laughs) And a woman, you know, living alone, having to zip things up, It's difficult. Most importantly that, yes. <laughs> yeah, but also that. Tell me about our guest star spotlight, please. Our guest star
1: spotlight is none other than Mr. Eric William Dane. Tell me, tell me. I did not know that was his middle name, but also known as Dr. McSteamy on Graves. Um, he was born November 9th, 1972 in San Francisco, and he is six-one. if anyone was wondering what his height was. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Some fun facts about him. Uh, Eric and his wife, now estranged wife, Rebecca Gayhart, introduced Charlie Sheen to his wife, Brooke Mueller. Charlie Sheen's married? I did not know that either. And I'm also just like, I, I have to check the, you know, the dates on this because I was like, why do I feel like Charlie Sheen is with someone else now? I have to do my research. It's okay. Research.
0: But here's the thing. Even but... if they're no longer together, they mm-hmm. made the introduction. Right, exactly. So they were
1: were playing matchmaker for their yeah. friends, which is which is always nice. Yeah. <laughs> continue, please. Here.
0: Yeah, continue that matchmaking.
1: Yes. Well, <laughs> he uh, has English, German, Scottish, Finnish, Russian, Jewish, and Austrian Jewish ancestry. Birth of his second child, a daughter, Georgia Geraldine Dane, was on December twenty eighth, two thousand eleven. So. I didn't even know he was a dad in real life. And as we know, he co-starred on the TV hit Grey's Anatomy starting in 2005, technically October 2006. Yes.
0: That is it. And today he's on Euphoria.
1: (gasps) Yes, he is! I love him on Euphoria. Same, same. He looks like a true zaddy on Euphoria.
0: In the episode, the the Ellen Pompeo podcast episode that I linked in Mm -hmm. our last show notes, Mm -hmm. he it's from a while ago and he said um I feel like it's going to be you the new season of Euphoria is going to be airing sooner than people think so I'm just waiting for can't wait I
1: think they announced January right early January the oh new season starts. great you're you're in the loop with that stuff I just Girl, wait for it to show up I just saw a little promo video that I actually like I literally just saw the video and I don't even think I watched it so that you just reminded me to watch it
0: oh good send it to me um
1: I will I'll send it
0: well thank you for telling me all about Eric Dane Yes, of course. My pleasure. I was kind of hoping he'd be your guest or spotlight.
1: Oh, of course. I was just like, it's got to be him. Like, please. Yeah. I love
0: that. (laughs) I love that so much. Um, Trivia for this episode. These episodes, I should say. Yes. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy's title is from a song. Wow.
1: I never now that makes sense because i yeah. think i realized that but i never like realized that all of them were
0: what? yeah every single one like the song beneath the song um wow i didn't know that mm-hmm. every every single one Mo- the room where it happens is in season 13 14 all of it Wow. so this episode's title originated from the song blank originally sung by maloko okay it scored 12.78 million viewers Wow. Yeah. That's a oh, lot. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. And this is the first part of the Grey's Anatomy Private Practice crossover that ends with the Private Practice episode, Another Second Chance. Cool. Sure. And Private Practice, that episode scored 10.96 million viewers. Gotcha. I don't gotcha. know. I'd want to know what was happening.
1: Yeah, but for I sure. Guess,
0: yeah, not everyone feels the same.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Some, some two million in there got
0: lost in <laughs> the yeah. yeah. Maybe there was another show on at ten that they just needed to watch. Maybe so, yeah. Can you muse a little more for us?
1: Yes. Oh gosh. So well I guess I can work backwards. Um oh Maya. Oh Maya. <laughs> My, oh, Maya Maya. I'm just already anticipating an excellent venting monologue from Miss Audra McDonald about, you know, how this could happen and how she either knew that this was going to happen and tried so hard to prevent it. I just feel like she's going to go through a little bit of like beating herself up because I, you know, do think that she's a great mother and has poured so much into Maya and, you know, has really tried to, I think, especially recently enforce some rules on her wild teenager. Um, But I think it's going to hit her pretty hard. And then I think it'll hit Sam hard too, but, you know, I think he'll be the cool dad that he is and take it in stride. So that's my muse for them.
0: Okay, so you see, you see Naomi taking it not as well as Sam.
1: Yes. Okay. That's how I, that's how I assume Okay. Things will go down. Hmm. Who else here? Charlotte and Coop. Man, is there any coming back from this? Some serious healing would need to take place, I think. But honestly, to be honest, I think because of how bad the blow-up was and how bad the anticipation was leading up to the blow-up, I think that they need to take some time away. So like no, maybe just as blow many Blow ups
0: was the last episode, not this one. Ha ha, ha. Oh, oh, that's right. That's <laughs> I was like I was like wait 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 what did
1: I was like did I mess up <laughs> that was the- but uh so- sh- see but- quick she's quick listen <laughs> you're so right you're so right <laughs> I interrupted continue please go no, on. I need to start incorporating these titles more you are absolutely right Um, no, but probably for the same amount of episodes that it took for, like, this fight to finally happen, maybe we need, like, the same amount for them to, like, you know, go their separate raids, but I just fear that that's gonna, like, look like somebody spiraling, like somebody is going to go back to, like, their sex-craved selves. (laughs) I don't know if it's gonna be Charlotte or Cooper, but that's what, somebody's gonna go on a, on a bender, um. So, yes, I, I'm not sure who it's going to be first, um, but yes. What else? Who else do we have here? Addison will hopefully find some, um, maybe some healthier alternative coping mechanisms. <laughs> I think that she is still like healing from what we just uh, learned of her parents' relationship. And maybe Sam being the great friend that he has been, like maybe he will be more um, integrated into that. And in that like, you know, as she's healing, they'll become closer and like really start to explore what their relationship looks like. But in the same breath, Naomi still does not know. So I don't know how the writers have or like organized the order of things happening, but like dealing with her daughter being pregnant and, her best friend and ex-husband having a relationship, I think, is a lot to handle at once. But they both have to be brought into the light. So I think that we'll deal with the pregnancy first. And I think that Sam and Addison's affair will come a little bit later. But that's why I'm using as of now. Who did I miss out on? Pete and Violet? Sure. Yeah. I mean (laughs) you're so over it I know I'm just like my hope is just that like I I want to see Lucas incorporated more into Violet's life like I just want her to like step up and be a mommy but um I know that's gonna happen in her own time okay um yeah and I think that that's one note I didn't mention is that like I forgot that I forget that Pete is taking care of Lucas (laughs) through all of this until he mentions him. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. And then we actually saw Lucas this episode. Yeah, um, twice. Was nice.
0: Twice, yeah. Well, we saw an empty stroller once, but that's fine. Child mm-hmm. labor laws make it difficult right. to work with babies. Right. Exactly. Really work in the props. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, we hadn't yeah. seen Lucas for quite a long time. I thought so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, why do I forget about that baby? And that's, that's why. Yeah. yeah. So even though they're not technically a part of the show, since you don't mm-hmm. remember, do you have any musings about Big and little
1: Sloan. Oh yes, man. I think if I can remember correctly, I guess my musing would be that Sloan let little Sloan um, gives her baby up for adoption and has another family take care of it. Because I feel like it's very clear that, like Naomi and Addison have said, like I don't think that she's ready to be a mother, and even if mark is willing to take care of the child for her it's still not a task he can handle alone especially as he as of still working full-time as a doctor himself
0: although meredith somehow has three children and she and amelia are both in minnesota and maggie was with her father in boston who was watching the children
1: who is literally my mom asked that all the time when I was watching she's like who's watching her kids and I'd like try to like fill in the gap and be like oh you know she drops them off at that daycare at the hospital but it's like they can only be there for so long yeah they have to go home and eat and like you know be children too yeah and um
0: someone in the on-call room listener squad Mm -hmm. they called us their sister podcast and I was I loved it so that's our great. sister podcast, The Call Room, yeah. someone in the listener squad said um, that they are like sick and tired of them not showing the domestic help because they would have domestic help. And that's
1: a big reality for full-time doctors. Especially like, single yeah, parents. Absolutely. I wish they would explore that more and show that because, yeah, it's a big reality.
0: We're both available, Krista Burnoff.
1: Yes, if you're i need some actors to play the babysitters
0: well hey i've told you my storyline for myself right that i made up when i was in seventh grade
1: you have you have
0: here i am it would be excellent i'm ready i made it up in seventh grade listeners and you don't get to know because i'm not having anyone steal it from me Ah! it's good
1: isn't it good it is
0: very good i have to say yes it is it's excellent i'm ready to see it play out dude same I know I mentioned like twice or three times that I went to Santa Monica mm-hmm. yesterday, which is like where most of the outdoor scenes of private practice are filmed, yeah. but my rating has to do with it. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I can't wait. Well, dear listeners, there is not quite a boardwalk at Santa Monica. There is a pier, the famous Santa Monica pier, but there is a walk mm-hmm. that has concrete and stuff like that before you get to the actual sand. Right. And then there is the section on top that Addison and Pete were sitting at. Yes. So I was in all of the places, but yes. the not boardwalk has the section that we saw Pete Cooper and Sam doing their pull-ups on a couple <laughs> a couple episodes ago. Oh, awesome. And in that muscle square is what I'll call it. Okay. There's a tightrope. Mm. So my rating. Is a tight tension rope on the beach. You know, ones that Ooh. people can walk on, like um, circus mm-hmm. or do tricks on. Yeah. The stakes yep. are high. We've been mm-hmm. saying this a lot because, like, this is a drama. The stakes are always high. Right. <laughs> but it's all wound very tight. It's not mm. fraying, it's not coming apart in any way, but uh-huh. it's very tense. And, like, mm. there's, you don't see a way for it to come apart,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it's gonna come apart because it's
1: too tight. Mm yeah yeah look at you Sam
0: using real life experiences excellent of course as you should as you should let it she really went to the she went on location to be expired to be I inspired did. You guys. I did you know how many people have said to me did you move to LA because of fiber practice are you
1: kidding me I did
0: not I did not you should start telling yes yes I did I'm committed yep. to the bit
1: that's hilarious no that's wonderful and now that you think you said that and I was like I forgot that I've been to Santa Monica to to the pier when I competed in pageants growing up we used to do a Hollywood tour and that was like one of the stops they would take us to Santa Monica Beach to like walk around for a little bit but my rating it's funny that you mentioned like carnivals and stuff because um my rating actually is a carnival game and it could be any game but you know how you go to the carnival and you start like playing games and you're so determined to like win the prize that like you have spent way too much money. (laughs) That's what my rating is. I said, it's a carnival game. You keep playing until you realize you spend way more than you intended to. Mm. And I feel like that can be said about several of our character situations in this episode with Addison entertaining Mark, you know, thinking that it's just something she's just doing for fun to make herself feel good. But in the end, is hurt by the reality that mark really doesn't want to be with her so just ended up giving more of herself away than i think that she she really intended to do yeah same with cooper with being unforgiving with charlotte like he you know kept up this unforgiveness for so long and then it resulted in the relationship ending and dell this one was like tough for me to even realize but like dell being i guess what we could say a little stubborn with um Betsy if not with Betsy with the situation yeah and, like we really got to see him feel like you know feel like he was almost um, hurt by the way mm-hmm. that Betsy felt and um, you know I think he, by the end of the episode with Naomi's help he realized that you know that she is a child and that like he does owe her an apology for not getting to say bye to her mother the way she would have liked mm-hmm. and my last one was Maya messing with Dink mm-hmm. she <laughs> now now she is expecting so yes there was a lot of um a lot of giving away in different ways in this episode and spending if you will that they they got more than what they paid for yeah so so, yeah oh
0: yeah a hundred percent yeah i feel like euphoria is subconsciously in your brain even though you didn't mean to because the carnival episode the carnival episode which is i think is like one of the best episodes of the season it's Um, really good but yes that's so true so i'm really torn on my mvp i just wrote it all out okay okay is it sam again but this time, his motivations weren't as pure as they were the last time. And mm. I don't like to give back to back, but he was nominated for my MVP. Okay. And I said, Dell, for apologizing to Betsy and to Pete. Mm. But apologizing to Betsy, it's just being a parent. Like, that's how you you should have, like, that, you know. Right. I think I want to give it to Pete for helping okay. Big and Little Sloan. Okay. And for forgiving Dell but mostly to Pete for not getting in the way and just helping Mm. similar to how Sam normally is just, you know, assisting to the touchdown. Yeah. Right. Um, And that's probably, Pete's probably the right answer for me, but I also was thinking about giving it to Naomi because she does a great job trying to help Mark and Maya and Dell and keep the Mm. peace throughout. Right. Right. There's a really good photo in the stills from the episode when Mark was coming to, like, berate Addison for Mm not doing the, not doing the surgery correctly, even though she did. Right, right. And Naomi just has her hand on Mark's arm, on his wrist, being like, Mm. you know that this is not right, sir. Right. And I forget that Mark is in that group of the college because I think of it as just... Addison and Derek and Naomi and Sam, but it's all of them. You're right. You're right. Wow. So I'm true. Yeah. I'm between Pete and Naomi. I feel like they would get it for the same reason for this episode. And I feel like they'd both be okay with sharing.
1: Absolutely. Oh, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. They're both. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) How about yours? I did do back to back, um, which
1: I thought about too. And I was like, Oh, trying to avoid it. But I guess I thought that he was worthy. Um, I gave Sam the MVP because I said he tried to warn Addison about Mark, and he confronted Mark himself. And I think that seeing him do that with her parents, and just like knowing that he's the kind of friend and man, if she were to consider to be in a relationship with him, that like, you know, isn't afraid to have the hard talks. You know what I mean? And like, and whether that means like having the hard talk with her or doing it in her defense, um, to show that his like. True care for her. I just really like seeing that side of him, um, so that's why I gave it to Sam.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. I. I almost did too. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. I feel like because we've had two long episodes back to back, I don't want our listeners to get confused. We are still normally doing one episode per podcast episode. Yeah. Yes. It's just because it was the mid-season finale, and this is a crossover. Right. So, I don't know if I'm sorry about the long episodes because some people enjoy <laughs> them, but um, we will be getting back to our normal episodes soon. Absolutely. Do you not want us to, Rue? Yeah, you be like quiet. Guys, and also, I didn't do housekeeping at the top, but oh yes, I wrote a children's book and it's available for purchase. Yeah. Yes. 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 Called The Adventures of Emma and Ollie, it is geared towards, you know, any age from one to seven, essentially. It has some, you know, bigger vocabulary words in it. So the idea is that younger children are read the book, and they can ask questions about what words mean, and then the vocabulary is incorporated into their, you know, speech. I love that. And for older kids, they can read it themselves and get help on the difficult words. Mm -hmm. Ruthie, you're ruining it. Be a good girl. Thank you. <laughs> She's like, I'm not in the book and I'm mad about <laughs> it. Mommy, tell me. <laughs> right. She is not in the book. Um, <laughs> but it's available on Amazon. I'm trying to work on getting it into some indie bookstores because that's where yes. I like to buy my books from. Okay. And it's available on Amazon internationally. So I was Ooh. floored by our Spotify rap that we were listening to in sixteen countries. Insane. So thank I you. Can't believe that. I know. Thank you, dear, thank listeners. dear listeners. But if you are not based in the US, you can still buy the book. Um, good yeah. for children in age and kids at heart. She's
1: international, honey. Get into <laughs> she it. She
0: is, she is. So I'm gonna link that in the episode in the show notes yes and um i'm gonna look like the american one but it is available internationally and yeah if you buy it let me know and i can send you like a signed thing to stick in it how sweet yeah yes. get the kitties some gifts for
1: christmas yes please
0: it's affordable it's very affordable wonderful and 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 educational yes and very
1: important (laughs) exactly
0: Thank you for joining
1: us for this week's episode of Beach Houses and Babies, a private practice recap podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at BHABpodcast and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor to be the first to hear future episodes. You can find me
0: on Instagram at melissi Clark and on Twitter at at with three E's. And you can follow me at Samantha G. Harris on all social media. If you'd like to support Beach Houses and Babies, please consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and sharing with a friend. It really helps people learn about the show, and we might read your review on the podcast.
1: You can also become a patron at patreon.com slash bhabpodcast. On our next episode, we'll be discussing Private Practice Season 3, Episode 12. They are available to stream on Hulu and can be purchased on iTunes, Amazon, DVD, and more.
0: RIP that Netflix. I know. Oh. <laughs> if you have so thoughts bad. you'd like to share with us on these episodes, please DM us on Instagram at Podcast or email us at bhabpodcast at gmail.com to be featured on our listener mail segment.
1: Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks.
0: TGIT. bum, bum, bum. <laughs>